Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, everybody. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Today you get a treat. You're welcome. A little Barton Hahn for you. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott. Good morning, my man. What up, man? The takeover is real. What's the over-under that you're sitting there in a jockstrap? I don't know how you do an over-under on that. Like, it's am I or am I not? I can wearing confirm pants. I am not. I'm not wearing pants, but I'm not wearing a jockstrap. I don't know why you would think jockstrap at this hour, but okay. <laughs> that's Let's make it awkward right out of the gate. <laughs> why don't we do that? What are the, what are the odds that you are? Because I know you would do that. You're that guy that like your 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 wife's doing a Zoom meeting. You are definitely the guy that like walks out of the bathroom just wearing a T-shirt on purpose. Just on right, right through the background. Yeah, hundred percent. You're that guy, and you know what you're doing, but you pretend like you're completely oblivious. Uh, unfortunately, I would probably have to go to HR if I did this at Seaport. That's, That's the point. only reason I have pants on. <laughs> there's nobody there. Let's be honest. <laughs> just me and Tyler. <laughs> it's just, there's nobody there at this point. But, but you know, you and I talked about this. It, this, this story um, broke while we were on the air yesterday on our show, which is Barton Hahn. You can hear us every day uh, from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. And it is Kyler Murray getting the 230. Um, Point five. That was the key, right? We talked about that. The two hundred thirty super petty. point super super five petty. million. Now, why Bart? Explain to the people why that point five matters. The same reason why Trent Williams was point five. Because listen, when you want to be the highest paid player, you 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 have to raise the the ceiling. And he made sure that he had the point five to make sure that he can surpass Deshaun Watson. He didn't surpass him as far as the guarantees, but definitely that he surpassed him with the. Money, so he yes. is now the second highest, right behind A. A. Ron. Two hundred and thirty point five million is the total value of the extension. Five years with the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> One hundred and sixty, as Bart mentioned, it's not like Deshaun Watson was two hundred and thirty, and it's full guarantee. Yep, with the Browns. Uh, but for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, it's one hundred and sixty of it is guaranteed. That's still a hefty amount of money. His his annual becomes forty six point one per, which is the highest average salary for a player second highest to only Aaron Rodgers who makes his contract it's a shorter one uh 50 million per year you and I debated yesterday whether or not this was going to be uh a mistake whether or not down the road you'll see this and think you know are they going to regret this John Gambadoro who's a friend of our show who does Arizona Sports 987 uh, out in Phoenix, and he's the voice of Phoenix sports out there, knows the Cardinals, knows the Suns, all those teams are the Diamondbacks. And and Gambo, who has fought you tooth and nail about the Cardinals, about Kyler Murray, and you, your criticism of him, Gambo kind of did concede that maybe in a couple of years they could regret this. Could be. It could be. I mean, listen, the kid's extremely talented. Uh, you know, me and Bart have gone back and forth on him, you know, over mm-hmm. time. But the Cardinals had no choice. They had to bet on him. They had to bet on him because he is an extremely talented player. They tried the route. Guys, listen, the two quarterbacks that they had success with here in Arizona were, were retread quarterbacks, right? Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. uh, Scrap Heap, and then Carson Palmer, Palmer right? Bengals yeah. to the Raiders, and then the Cardinals got, you know, gave up nothing to get him. That's the two quarterbacks that they've had success. The quarterbacks that they've drafted, Josh Rosen didn't work out. Matt Leiner didn't work out. Jake Plummer really didn't work out. Didn't win one playoff game for them. 
but didn't work out, went to Denver, and he was a little bit better there. They've had no success drafting quarterbacks and having a franchise quarterback. So they are betting on Kyler Murray. So, Bart, basically what Gambo's saying, what the feeling probably is in Arizona is, what other choice do we have? This is a guy we took number one, and this is a guy three years in has been a two-time pro bowler. He's gotten him to the playoffs one year. They didn't win the game, but they, he got them to the playoffs last year, and the feeling has to be that this is our guy for the next seven years. I mean, but listen, you don't reward bad behavior because the behavior won't change. So what did he do? He threw a temper tantrum like a child. It was a reports that he was immature, that he wasn't a great leader. I, I spoke about his body language three years ago. Yep. And Gambo came on and he tried to eviscerate me. But then he had to you know, agree with the fact that what I said when the reports came out, that I was right ultimately all along. And what I'm saying is, listen, it's fine. I understand that, listen, the market is going to be different, right? So you pay him now because, listen, you know when um, Herbert goes up, he's going to raise the ceiling. You know when Joe Burrow comes up, he's going to raise the ceiling. What I'm saying is when I say this is a bad deal, when you look at Patrick Mahomes, you know, you know how long Patrick Mahomes is on the contract? Until he's 37 years old. Mm. It's a 10-year deal. So even though Patrick Mahomes was at $45 million or something like that, what happens is eventually that 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 deal becomes a that that deal becomes a deal, right? It becomes a discount, right? So if I'm saying if you're gonna if you believe in Kyler Murray, then I want to buy up all his prime. That's why you look at what Juan Soto is 15 year deal because what you set you set the market, but eventually it will become a discount, and there's nothing that he can do about it because he'll be bound by the contract. So when I say bad deal, he's gonna come back, and if he has a decent year, he's gonna go past it. Let's just say he wins a couple playoff games. Then he's got two years left on his deal in like four years, right? He's 29 years old. Yeah. You're going to have to pay him $60 million per because right. that's going to be the new ceiling. That's why I say it's a bad deal. That's why when you look at what Kansas City did, oh, well, it was crazy. A half a billion dollars. But it's half a billion dollars, but it's basically two deals in it's one. So you're, so you're saying it's not necessarily paying him was the mistake it, or even the length. It's, it's that they didn't long, go long enough. So right. now you're going to be back in this game a couple of years from now when he's still relatively Four in years prime. from now. And you're going to be paying him way more, basically, because, if he, if as he we know, the contracts go up. Like it, he, he will not be Lamar the second ja- Lamar highest Jackson, average. He won't be the second highest right, average in the long. next three weeks. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. For long. Now, you, you say it's a bad deal. Would you say anybody that thinks it's a good deal probably was a quarterback? Do you think that's fair to say? Anybody that was a quarterback is like, oh, that's yeah. a oh, great yeah. listen, deal. Listen, listen, there's a linebacker resetting the market. We, uh, we appreciate that. Okay, well, Robert Griffin III, RG3, of course, who works for us, ESPN NFL analyst and friend of ours, he, uh, yeah, he, he thinks this is a win. If Deshaun Watson can get a fully guaranteed deal with everything that he has going on off the field, then Kyler Murray and everyone else, these top players, deserve to get guaranteed money, fully guaranteed deals, and that's not what happened. But the, another win that they did have is earlier in the offseason, the, the team came out anonymously through sources and tried to trash Kyler's name. And this is a big win for Kyler and his agent because they stood pat, they stood their ground and they ended up winning and not allowing the media storm to kind of diminish his value and make him take 10 to 15 20 million dollars less and I think that's not talked about enough we have to stop allowing teams to negotiate through the media and drive guys markets down by saying negative things about them that really no one really even needs to know about whether they are true or false. Bart, give me mean, a 30-second reaction to that. What do you mean yeah. like negotiate through the media like because they paid him doesn't make it not true? 
What I do remember is I don't remember A.J. Green saying, no, he's a great player. He's a great teammate. Who came out and who – so, like, the narrative is still the narrative. The fact is that he forced them. You talk about, you know, forced to mark it down. Well, he forced their hand because they had no choice, right? We see Josh Rosen going to going to uh, Cleveland. He's been on, a, on the back of a milk cart, wears Waldo's since the beginning of his career. But what I'm saying is nobody stepped up. Just like with Baker Mayfield, all the bad things came out about Baker Mayfield. Nobody came out. You know what that suggests? That is true. Nobody came out to defend him. So it doesn't mean – so now you embolden him even more because now the, the behavior doesn't have to be corrected. Because now he has you strapped financially where you have no options, where you had the opportunity. Yeah, you still had two years left on the deal. You could have franchised him twice. You could have forced him to, show, to, to say, first of all, show me results. Then show me that you've matured and that you can be a leader. Because guess what? If you're not a force multiplier, eventually next year, J.J. Watt's gone. A.J. Green is gone. All those veterans that we brought in to try and be leaders are gone. And so it's going to fall squarely on your feet as far as you being the face of this franchise, but also showing some maturity, being the CEO of our franchise, speaking for our franchise, and carrying yourself with pride and dignity in the way that we see quarterbacks like Peyton Manning, like Russell Wilson, like um, you know uh, Tom Brady. Carry themselves. That's like not pouting, slouching, bad body language, you know, being short with reporters. Like, come on, man. Like, the, the, the greatest things that I've seen from Peyton Manning and, and Tom Brady is when they lost Super Bowls, how they carried themselves, right? That's what you'd expect when you're the highest-paid player, one of the highest-paid players in your position. And we haven't got that from Kyler Murray, and, it, and, and I don't see if we're going to ever get it because now he's going to walk around that facility like he owns it. And, you know, again, as your quarterback, especially your highest-paid player, you expect to be a CEO, and can Kyler Murray now live up to that? All right, but you heard Bart mention Josh Rosen. So despite signing Josh Rosen and working him out and, and others, should the Browns consider a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? We'll discuss that and more with you next. All right, it's KJM. Barton Hahn in for the guys, ESPN Radio and ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. All right, Spartan Hunt in for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Hey, Bart, I, I mean, bling is where it's at, right? That's what everybody always talks about. 
What what did Aaron Donald do when he made that huge stop at the end of the Super Bowl? Pointed right to his ring. Ring me. Yes, ring me. Well, have you seen the rings that these players are going to get? Yeah, man. Listen, that it's, it's crazy, and this is what happens, right? You got to one up the whoever won the Super Bowl the, the year before, and if you won two, oh my! As so, a as an organization, this thing's gonna get crazy. I'm waiting for them to come out. Somebody, I'm telling, somebody's gonna come out. Let Tom Brady win one. They're gonna give him a a, a B. A. Barakas double ring, double finger ring. You know what I'm saying? And you just he <laughs> just slide it out. It's gonna have a whole football feel on it, and all of, all the fans in the inside of it. 1.12 carats of diamonds, and mm. it's to uh, honor, you know, the first of, uh, uh, I'm sorry, January 12th. That's when they were approved to move back to L.A. It's also the date that they hired Sean McVay, and when they won their first playoff victory, beating the Cowboys in their first return. So they're using the 1.12 as sort of like their important date. But the ring itself if I can describe it for those who are listening, it has the L.A. Rams logo. Yeah. It has two palm trees, which is nice, and the Lombardi Trophy. But it's also it also has a, a gold circle that you can remove. Screw off, yep. That's the second time they've done that. And it's it's basically SoFi Stadium. Yeah, inside. I forgot the team that did it before. I think the the uh, either Tampa did that where you could screw the top off, right? And and that's the new that's the new hustle, right? It's it's, it's hollow. And you know, and for for everybody that don't know, like a lot of the wives, you can buy pennants. Oh, so really? that's yeah, it's pendants. So you know, you put it on as a chain. So and, they and if you're so a kicker, they get it too. Yeah, and if you're a kicker, you know what I'm saying. You 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 get a pendant because you didn't really contribute. What do you get? Like a you yeah, because you didn't really contribute. You get a tie pin. You, you get, get a, a bro- you, you get a brooch. Oh, you get a brooch. <laughs> that's so wrong. Kickers are important. What are you talking about? Only if you're Alan Vinatieri or uh, you know, <laughs> Tucker Maybe. or Tucker for the Ravens. But but still, the whole point of this obviously is is. You know the historic season, winning in your own building, you yeah. know that matters. So they win it so far. That matters, honoring that date that they feel was important for for the franchise. What what do you? I mean, what do you do with these things though? You're not wearing this ring around. Yeah, you do if you're a scrub. That's like that's like an all access pass. Like yeah, See, we have. I've no, seen the old timers wearing because those rings are so much smaller. These yeah. rings have gotten to a point. Yeah, you, you can't, can't wearing these yeah, things around. You can't even wear it next to like in your middle finger because you, would you, you can't close your finger. I put if it on you my happen pinky. to win a Super Bowl, what are you doing with it? Ah oh, man, if I would have won one, I would have flex, flex every once in a while when you're doing something. But if you're a scrub, you wear it all the time because nobody knows you're on a team. Either that, or you just get the money back for it because you know if you're a scrub, you didn't make that much anyway. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. To be Jay Will, the skill involved that you had to develop was bananas. You had, how did you have time to do anything else? Oh, but Max, here here is the best part though. I mean, you still wanted to be normal. Sorry that that didn't work out for you. Keyshawn, Jay Will, Max. It's Barton Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, in for the guys this morning. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number if you want to get at us. As Bart feels like the Kyler Murray contract. Dumb. The Cardinals are all right, dumb is how you want to put it. Yeah, I take the, the He said the Cardinals are going to regret it. You're going to regret it. And even now, if he it, plays well, it's dumb. Well, because he's going to cost other people. That's why you prorate it. That's why you look at Patrick Mahomes and it's because – how old is Patrick Mahomes right now? Patrick Mahomes is like uh, – what? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, what is it, 2000? He's 27. Yeah. His contract's up in 2032. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. If you, want, if you want to get all this money, you want to get this back, especially if you haven't earned it. Just imagine – 
Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes took you to two Super Bowls. Like, you knew that he was the truth when you gave him his extension. So they bought his prime up. Why wouldn't you want to buy up Kyler's prime? The same way. You're going to go back, and the, and the bar is going to be higher. And guess what? All he has to be is the next one up. Just imagine, listen, by the time he's up, we're well, going to have – What if he gets go- hurt, though, Bart? I mean, this is a player but that, it, you know, could, could – I mean, he's small – he does run a lot. Yeah, he's a micro it, mini pimp. Most he's cat like, like if he gets hurt, uh, do you, sh- are you sure you want to be a ten year? You want to be yes! ten years deep with this? Yes, because guess what? The guarantees run out still at the same time. Allen, remember the power goes to the organization because they can just cut him. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's Sorry. why it's a bad deal. You say it's a bad deal. I want to know. It's what a the great deal think. for Kyler. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Meanwhile. A guy like you mentioned him before, the the Cardinals had drafted Josh Rosen the year before they took yeah. Kyler Murray first overall, and then they just let him go. Did him wrong. And since then, Josh Rosen's just been bouncing around trying to figure it out. Uh, in that, it's amazing. Look, think about that draft, that 2018 draft yes. that I put so much time into. Josh Allen has Packers. become a star. Lamar Jackson, who was the last quarterback taken in the first round, he was an MVP. But the guys that everybody thought were going to be good, Baker Mayfield. Meh. He's already moved on now. He's fighting for a job in Carolina. Sam Darnold. He's also fighting for a job in Carolina. And Josh Rosen, who is also who's taken in the top ten, he's on his I mean, I can't even I lost count. Is this fourth? Listen, no, fifth? He, no, he's getting mail in five different um, zip codes. <laughs> like So they so so the Browns sign him. Oh, here we go. See, one, this is this two, is ESPN. Three. This is our TV people. Oh. Yeah, sign by, yeah. So he just signed five. with the Browns for a year. He was with the Falcons five. Five, last five. year. 49ers, was on the Bucks practice squad, Dolphins. I feel bad for him. Yikes. Because you, you, you have to settle in. Oh, you win. feel bad for him? Yeah, because every time you look, every, every one of those teams you look at, yeah. that's a different offense he has to learn. So how do you become a master if develop? everything is changing? Like, how do mm. you develop? He's still a young guy. Like, and I feel so bad for him because I think that Arizona did him wrong. All right, you know? so, but he's there. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. Well, maybe we'll find out today. But you know, the the Deshaun Watson situation now in Cleveland, like wh- how many games will he miss? There is. We, you and I talked about this on our show. There's been some yeah. speculation that it won't be a full year. In fact, it could be even it less, be. Than, uh, dramatically yeah. less than a full year. Maybe even half the year or lower, depending on some of the reports. If you want to believe them, we could get some news as early as today. Hopefully, we will. Uh, just to just news, to get news, some news, context of course, on of it. Of course, news dump on Friday. Way to go, NFL. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but. Right now, it's uh, Jacoby Brissett, right? And then, you know, Josh Rosen right. uh, is signed for uh, training camp. They had Case Keenum. He has now moved on. Should the Browns think about Jimmy Garoppolo, who the 49ers now have said to him and his representation, you are free to go find a trade if you'd like. Would that make sense for the Browns just to get through this year? No, especially if you we, we anticipate. You don't think the Browns understand the fact that they signed the quarterback and the level of quarterback that they signed lets you know that they really intend on having Deshaun Watson, you know, for them, you know, in the near future. You know, like you said, maybe the first uh, quarter of the season he may be gone. But then once he comes back, this team is equipped to be able to do damage. This is the this is a top four as far as a talent perspective, team in the NFL, and Deshaun makes them elite because Deshaun, you know, no matter you know what you feel about anything, is probably the top a top four quarterback in this league. See, I I think the fact that the Browns haven't really done anything, I'm not going to say aggressive, 
but they haven't really given us any indication of a contingency plan, right? Yeah. It's got to tell you that they feel like Deshaun is going to play this year and probably play, if not half, majority of the game. I have no doubt in my mind. Because there's no safety net. There's no safety net at all for this team right now. I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to play this year. I think think that's a a given. Like, we all know that really the president was set when you look at Ben Roethlisberger and what he got. It was 8-6, right? So what I expect them to do, I expect them to come – with a suspension and Deshaun Watson to accept the uh, suspension and not, you know, go and um, you appeal, know, appeal it. it because, you know, so I think that's the negotiation that they're probably having now because, you know, if you appeal it, you can still play and then it makes a whole mess and then, you know, it's, it becomes a media storm because mm-hmm. he's playing while he's under these allegations. You want you want finality to it. Later Did I just make a word, finality? I've been reading about the source. Finality. Yeah, okay. finality. I've been reading about the source. Not like yesterday when, I, when what did I say? Reply. Reply. <laughs> Don't know why. Reply. I just suddenly, you know, I, I just it's went, ply, deep, it's, I went it's deep south. It's plywood that you reapply. It's ply and then it's reply. I don't know why I did that yesterday, but it was hilarious. <laughs> um, there, there is a suggestion later in the show we'll get to of another place that Jimmy Garoppolo could go. And as far as the Browns go, we have Jake Trotter joining us later in the show as well to give us the latest on what's happening in Cleveland, the expectations, of course, with Deshaun Watson. And if uh, there is any news on that front, which there could be, uh, we certainly will get it to you as soon as we can. But the Garoppolo situation, I mean, Bart, there there isn't anywhere for him to go. Like, yeah. what, where are – He's falling out think of about a team. chairs. Right now, with training camp set to open in a couple of days, next week, Yeah, give me the team that has – the the need for a quarterback that is in that place because there are some teams that you could say well they don't have a great quarterback situation but they're probably waiting for the draft to to fix that problem right because this will be a yeah. decent quarterback draft yeah. so there's really not a place that feels like a fit yeah for Jimmy Garoppolo right I, now. I, well I can think of a place that where he you, know, you want to have a little security you know what I mean we all want we all know that uh, Jimmy G is one of these guys that come you know. You know, holler and slide in your girls' DMs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you think about he's one of these guys that you know pull up to your team and try and, and try and try and take your spot. And what we always say it's the same thing: make you laugh, make you cry. Yeah. So when I look at it, I say, well, what team has this type of environment where it can be like they'll take an aspiring contract because they're a team that's right there, right? That can win a championship, and it goes Who back did? to the Tennessee Titans. And the fact that last year it was because Ryan Tannehill didn't show up. They were the number one seed without Derrick Henry the entire year. So now you want a little security. You can give Malik Willis, who needs a red shirt year, mm-hmm. and have him come in the same way you know, you, you know, uh, Ryan Tannehill was whispering in, in Vrabel's ear, oh, man, Marcus Mariota. Mariota. That, that's an easy read. That's yep. an easy read, right? And, and now the same thing, make you laugh and make you cry. You, you, you lose them how you got them. Right. So I can see Jimmy G going there because they can absorb that and they want an expiring contract on there because they, they want to you know move on from Ryan Tannehill next year. And I think they'll move on from anybody else and let Malik Willis have the ability to win a champion or, or develop hmm. after that. Interesting. You know, another team that, that might be interested, but maybe down the road. And ironically, yeah. it's a player that he couldn't replace the first time around. What about Tampa? What is their future with Tom Brady after this year? Yeah, that is Meanwhile, true. you know, again, we have your calls, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But what are our expectations of Tom Brady and the Bucks this season? Two-a-day's time. We'll get into that next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm happy I'm back. Happy I'm back with my teammates. And uh, it's going to be a great year. We cannot doubt a Tom Brady-led team. But yes, Gronk not being there is a big issue for them. The touchdown to interception ratio of 48 to 0 with Gronk on the field in the red zone, that is something that we can't take lightly. Third, if I had to guess right now, I mean, I think the Rams are clearly the team to beat to bring so much back from a championship team that beat the Bucks last year and knocked them out of the playoffs. I think the Packers are right there. You can make a good case for the Bucks as a solid third. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You got Bart and Han today. Alan Han, Bart Scott, in for the guys, ESPN Radio. So the Bucks, we go two-a-days, Bart, and let's get into the Tampa Bay Bucks here. We talked a little bit about them uh, already, and, you know, really, it's more about what happens after this year, I think. That's, that's a big story, but there is the current story of Tampa, and the fact that Tom Brady, they, they almost needed a quarterback, and then he had the change of heart and comes back. They come off a 13-win season. They win the division again. They do lose in the division round to the Rams, who went on to win the Super Bowl, and they make a coaching change. Bruce Arians now out. Todd Bowles moves up to the head coaching position, his second now attempt at a head coach, or his second um, opportunity, I should say, not attempt, as a head coach. He was with the Jets a couple of years ago. Byron Leftwich still there as the offensive coordinator. What are our expectations of the Bucks as we wait to see if Gronk comes back and joins the fray as well? So far, he's not. But you have Tom Brady back. You have a couple of changes. But for the most part, this is a team that people still feel like is a contender. Do you? Yeah, I absolutely believe it, contender. When you think about everything that they lost, you have to also look at what they got. Right, You look at uh, Kyle Rudolph. Now, he's not grunk, but he's a guy that can set the edge. Cameron Brady is going to be the workhorse. But look at all the other people. You know, Shaq Mason coming in, Logan Ryan coming in. They kind of petrified this 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 team. And I love Russell Gage, who is, I think is an underrated receiver. Now he goes in the slot and replaces Antonio Brown. You, know, you expect Chris Godwin to come back at some point this year. And you look at what they were able to add in Keanu Neal, who's probably going to go back to his natural position, who for everybody out there don't understand, he was Jamal Adams before Jamal Adams got into the league. You know, had a a slew of injuries, but he came in as a highly touted 
um, safety, played linebacker last year. So I think I love what they've done. Um, with that being said, Akeem Hicks coming in and replacing Adamican Sue is an upgrade. And you put that with Via Vea, I expect that to be a hard team to run on, even harder than last year. We know how exciting that was. But, you know, in a, in a world of click rate, and, like, I like to be first um, for everybody within that division. And I heard them say that they believe um, that the Bucks are the third best team uh, as far as Super Bowl or contenders in the NFC. I want to add one to the fray, and I want to add the uh, New Orleans Saints because I think that the New Orleans Saints, who's only lost to the uh, Buccaneers once, as the biggest threat for uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to to have a disappointing season because I believe that the upgrades that they've made and the, their ability for some reason to know how to beat the Tampa Bay Bucks is amazing. Just sometimes styles make fights, and the fact that they've won and they're beating Tom Brady with – Different quarterbacks not named Drew Brees. I think that, you know, it's going to be the question of what replacement that was there, whether it's Carmichael or is Todd Bowles, can get their team going in the right direction. Everybody should understand that Bart has said on our show, Bart and Han, noon, uh, noon Eastern weekdays on ESPN Radio, he has said that he feels like Jameis Winston is being slept on. And you you think he's going to have a big year. You You think that... He's a guy that actually, and we'll get to this later in the show, you have him ahead of Dak Prescott when it yeah. comes to quarterback rankings, which set a lot of people off. So you're a big believer in Jameis Winston. He was 5-2 and two and last you, year. And you think that the Saints are going to be maybe better than a lot of other people want to give credit for. But just again, focusing on Tampa and where yeah. they are right now, with Tom Brady retiring and then unretiring, what are your expectations of him this year? And is this it? Like, do you see him playing beyond this year? Do you see him playing in Tampa beyond this year? Um, I think this is it. I mean, um, I think this was his original goal, right, to play to 45. And we all laughed at him when he was in, in New England saying yep. he wanted to play to 45. And he's a guy that I think always keeps receipts and always wants to make sure that he does what he says he's going to do. And I think that maybe that was bothering him, the fact that he wanted – I wanted to play 13 years. And I almost came back and played injured and took a, a, a small contract so that I can do what I said in my mind. So, like, when you're, when you're setting that and you have that end goal in your mind, you want to do that because it's like dying an un, unsettled death. So I think that, you know, he has an opportunity to ride up to the sunset. This team is very equipped, and sometimes it takes a little good fortune. But you look at what they re- lost and you look at what they replaced it with, I think they got better in a lot of positions. And I think he's saying, all right, this is the last one, and I can go off and say, hey, I played to 45, like I said I was going to do. And, you know, I, you know, he's already the greatest quarterback in NFL history, mm-hmm. you know, arguably the greatest winner in sports, you know, not named Bill Russell. <laughs> now, when it comes to the team itself this year, Leonard Fournette showed up, I believe it was like 40 pounds overweight. Don't worry about it. Right? There was that. You're not worried about that. Okay. Um, you know, the, the offensive line is always important in front of Tom Brady. Is If there's a concern about the Bucks, and again, you know, it's, it's now a new head coach as well. Yeah. What would be your concern about Tampa uh, this year in a quest to win another championship? I don't have many because look at the additions that they made. You bring hungry guys. You bring a veteran like Akeem Hicks, who mm-hmm. have been one of the best interior linemen. You put him next to Via Vea. Like, who the hell are you doubling? Like, you talk about having to pitch the ball out of a well. You have two of the biggest, you know, nose tackles outside of, like, maybe Philadelphia is the only other people that can make that claim with Fletcher Cox and, and uh, you know, and their, their draft pick Davis. You know, they say that they can push the pocket from the inside, and then you think about the pass rushes that they have on the outside if Shaq Bear can get back, you know, to where he was before. And this defense took a step back. 
and a lot had to do with COVID and a lot had to do with the injuries early in the season. But now you have a secondary that lost Jordan Whitehead, but they are back intact, and I expect them to play at a much higher level than they did last year. You see the start of the season is with Cowboys, Saints, oh, yeah. Packers, Bar- Chiefs. Those first four weeks, wow. Uh, you said that you know they really don't have many needs. Do they need – will they eventually you, – you mentioned Kyle Rudolph. You like that addition. Yeah. If he can stay healthy, he's an impact player, but he's got to stay healthy. Do, will they need Gronk eventually? Do you expect that Gronk will play this year? Listen, like if this team looks dominant, but it looks like you know when they play like the Saints early on, they look like they're struggling a little bit. Yeah, I can see like Gronkowski not wanting to go to training camp, not wanting to put his body through that. But what happens is when you're not doing anything, you start working out and you're not taking the hits, right? So your body gets fresher and fresher. And what happens is, you know, you you see another opportunity to have some fun with your friend, and your friend makes that call. No different. Um, last year. Um, when when Waddle was playing basketball, and he's like, "Oh man, you yeah. want to play? You want to win a Super Bowl? Yeah. You in shape? I mean, I'm story. in enough shape." And he came out and got her done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gronk is like a utility player. You know, remember the late great Junior Seau, who would film a show during the week and show up to Patriots games, get the game plan on Thursday. I mean, you talk about a life. Gronk has earned that opportunity because we know that he doesn't need training camp. We know that he doesn't need timing with with Tom Brady. They they share a brain. Probably bothers uh, Tom Brady when he some of Grunk's thoughts gets in his mind, but it's okay. Some things that probably are disturbing, right? Like, like I don't want to hear that. I don't even want to know about that. <laughs> uh, according to Caesars, Tampa's got the lowest odds of of any team uh, in either conference. So the end team in the I league. I said it. Watch out for the Saints. I know you have, but what I'm saying to, to reach the Super Bowl. So the only team with shorter odds than Tampa uh, to win is Buffalo. So that's how much Vegas believes. In the Bucks, how much do you believe in them? Give me your first and foremost. They were a twelve win team last year. If I if I set an over under at at eleven point five for the Bucks, you going over or under? I'm going over. You know what I mean? Because I think that listen, they're well coached. They've been together at this point three years. So you start to grow packages, and everybody's comfortable. They've heard everything. And then you just got to coach. And so now you got a bunch of little coaches that can coach up the new guys and get them up to speed. And that's kind of what you wait for. Like year three is like that sweet spot. Year two, you, you, you try and figure it out. And then sometimes you take a step back, which they didn't. And I think the third year is a year where everybody is, is, is are, are having that nonverbal communication where they can think what the player next to them is going to do based off their body language and what you see in front of you happening. And you can adjust on the fly. So did you – you're going over. You yeah, think, I'm going over. I'm going yeah. over. But I, yeah, but, you're going over. But you're saying that the Saints are going to push them for the division. I yeah, mean, you're not no. going to win the division. You're going to get 12 wins. Yeah, you can lose the division with 12 wins. You can remember lose the, the Patriots with 12 wins. It's an extra game, so really 12 wins is really like 11. We've seen teams lose the division with 11 wins. You just want to believe so much in the Saints, don't you? I just listen. I don't care about the Saints. I just keep it Rizzo. And like when you look at Jameis Winston five and two last year, you look at what they added from Landry to Michael Thomas, who was DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. Remember who that man was before he got hurt. I hear you. And now he's back, and if he's healthy, come on, man, he he goes back, you know, to top five receiver in his league. And then now you give him a young, um, what is it, Live? You give him a young explosive guy down the field, and you Jarvis like, yeah, Landry, you like Kamara. Yeah. That that is a crazy. Like, that is a crazy offensive opportunity. Remember, no Sean Payton there, though, so, so things will be a little bit different. But, all right, let's just back to the Bucks show real quick because I, I kind of teased this. 
it, it's it's out it's out there, but because there really isn't an obvious landing spot for Jimmy G, yeah, I'm trying to think of places that mm-hmm. maybe they'd have to like you know you always think about your future, where are we going next? I mean, could Tampa be a landing spot for him only because you have no idea what Tom's doing? You don't know what he's doing after yeah. this year. Yeah, wouldn't but- it be would it be awkward to have him around? Like, would it be just I look at his insurance. Yeah, you got Kyle Trask, who they really love from the University of Florida. I keep hearing going that. His, going into his third year. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I think where Jimmy G is at, like you can you can get Jimmy G because he's on an expiring contract. You can get him next year if Tom decides to retire. That may be a likely destination. I think wherever, uh, you know, at the point wherever Jimmy G goes, he, nobody's going to give him an extension. Mm-hmm. You got three great quarterbacks or good young prospects coming out of college. Right. So, like, now the, the free agent market for quarterbacks is going to be even crazier next year, mm-hmm. right? It's, Maybe it's got a spot that's going to open up later in the year, you know, for Carson Wentz if he, you know, he's on his last, uh, his last opportunity. So, like, that spot will open up. And who knows? Maybe Houston is an opportunity because they want to bring in a veteran and they understand that they believe in and Davis Mills, but yeah. you know, you don't believe. It's amazing. In Davis a guy, Mills a guy who's point. a winning, a guy who's a winning quarterback. Yeah, right. He's not a great quarterback, but he's good and he's winning. And yet, you look around the league in what used to be a quarterback starved league, and there's right now yes, not great opportunity for him. It's it's yeah. mind blowing to I mean, think I mean, Jared about. Jared Goff, you know, you look Where at Jared Goff. Up? You know, he's on. So he got one uh, foot out the door, one foot on the uh, banana peel as well. So <laughs> you got opportunity there. Well put. Well put. Well, from one play, obviously where. Where Tom is now in Tampa, there was change at the top, like we talked about. Where he used to be in New England, there's also some change in the coaching ranks. And in fact, there's a change that you don't normally see around the league that we'll talk about in just a moment. But in honor of Dick Vitale's incredible spirit, the V Foundation for Cancer Research has a generous donor who's matching V Foundation donations up to a total of $1 million. All you got to do is go to v.org slash donate to give and learn more about the matching donation. Give what you can. Just understand that even if it's a little bit, that little bit is double, twice the impact in this fight against cancer. All right, it's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Spartan on in for the guys. ESPN Radio, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 to be part of the conversation. So I mentioned this part. You've talked about this, we've talked about it a little bit, but now it's official. When we were asking who's going to be running in New England, who's going to be running the offense, with, with Josh McDaniels now moved on for a second opportunity, now with the Las Vegas Raiders, the answer is no one. The Pats are not naming offensive or defensive coordinators. That's, I guess, first and foremost, what do you think of that? Just not having one at all. This is a potluck. Everybody has equal voices. Like you know, what I mean, I don't. It's tough, right? Because Bill sometimes, Bell, let, sometimes let just you want to find roles, though, right? Even from the defensive side of the ball, yep. we, mm-hmm. we 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 assume that is uh, Gerard Mayo, who is a uh, head coaching candidate, and I, so maybe like they know eternally who who's going to be presenting to the to the players, who's going to be helping come up with the game plan, and they just want to mess with us as you know peons is which you know, I'm sure Bill thinks we are. So, you know, we don't have to define the roles. We know who they are and we say, "Hey, we're just it's a collaborative effort." I'm not on snap face. <laughs> so, this is what Bill Belichick said about it in in March when he said, "I'm not big on titles. We have jobs to do. Yeah. We'll do the jobs." And that's it. Yeah, that is just him not wanting to be transparent. 
But when he say we have jobs to do, we're not big on titles. You you know who's the boss. He, he you know so it's he, no head coach, but we know he's the head coach. Yes. Right. So like, stop it. So like, we have titles, but we understand with the roles, you know, that they are important because they help us understand as analysts, you know, what their past history suggests, you know, what their profile is, and maybe by not naming one, then that that doesn't allow uh, teams to understand what the game plan is going to be because they don't have a scouting report Man, on that particular coordinator. Yeah, Come but, you know, at this point, this is this is a really a make-or-break year for Bill Belichick, even though really? they went to the postseason. What I'm saying is, right, this will be three years maybe if they don't, you know, you know win, and we believe that the Bills finally remember and understand well, it's the third that they're year since team. Tom Brady, right? Right, third, third year since Tom right? Brady we, We're talking about Tom potentially going to a Super Bowl. Nobody has New England – you know, doing much right this year. He had a horrible draft. He had an average. Uh, he had an average um, uh, off season as far mm-hmm. as you know, uh, free agent acquisitions. acquisitions. Yep. And like we have to ask is is really is Mac Jones uh, a, a force multiplier? We know he's a good quarterback, but man, in the playoffs, did he come up short? And that's not saying a lot. You know, that's not you know really bashing the kid. He's a young player, but we got to ask like, can his defense be effective? Right. You know, when you think about what's just happening, you know, in the, in the AFC West, when you think about now and now, like Deshaun Watson takes a division that already had great quarterbacks to have greater quarterbacks. So, like, you got to put Mac Jones falls down as far as the great quarterbacks. And Bill Belichick, we've never seen him win without a great quarterback. He's always had Tom Brady. It was a luxury. And he always covered up all the mistakes. You let J.C. Jackson leave. You let, uh, you know, Patrick Chung is going, Hightower is going, Jamie Collins, so all those players that used to be like Vrabel and McGinnis, players that can do all the multiple things and, you know, all the game plans and were true Patriots that understood how to play the Patriots' way are no longer there. So now you have a, a side of the ball that is void of leadership, void of players that we are accustomed to making big plays, and he has to develop and reintroduce us to the new guys that are going to be in those roles that we've seen those leaders leave. So Matt Patricia, Joe Judge were the guys that it looked like were going to be part of the offense. The thing is, is that Joe Judge only really as a head coach of the Giants, but also was mostly special teams guy. And Matt Patricia, I mean, he's the guy with the pencil and the man ball. And that's it. He's a defensive guy. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm assuming that's where they are. Yeah, I'm assuming that Joe Judge uh, was looking at what was going on with the offense with the Giants last year, and he had any influence. Uh, I don't know if I you want him in the room. Eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine. We'll talk to the punter three seven seven six. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk to the people here. They want to have some conversations with us about some of the stuff we've been talking about. Interesting from Don in Dallas though about Jimmy G. Go ahead, Don. Container, yeah. Don. Don, you're on live TV, man. Don, we get you. We get you at work, man. Yeah, yeah, Don. Hello? Yeah, yeah, we got you, yeah, Don. Man, you live on TV. What's up? Yeah, that container's got to oh, wait. Man, I'm trying to get my food here. I do apologize. Hey, oh, I hear you. Bart, you said you, you don't lie. You don't lie to us. You did. You was right along with everybody else telling, telling us. You know, you you got to start that Prescott. You got to pay him and everything else for all these years. And then now he's like the girl that you had at work that met at work, and you finally took her to the Christmas party and realized she's not the best thing at the job anymore. Sounds like you're projecting. You know, sounds like you're projecting. First of all, it sounds like you're projecting. <laughs> but listen, you had there. to pay him because if not him, then who? But I'm not saying I never said he was great. The same way I said they had to pay Colin Murray, and I think it's a dumb deal because they should have paid him and, and bought his prime and gave him a ten year deal 
That way they can buy his prime and his salary cap come down. So me saying that Dak Prescott, you know, you have to pay him and him still not being a top 10 quarterback can both be true. Just ask Kirk Cousins. He's got to pay Scott, a lot of money. Take Scotty in Arizona. Scotty. Hey, how you doing, Bart? What's up? What up? Hey, uh, big fan of you, uh, Mr. Can't Wait. Uh, I was just uh, wondering uh, how do you guys feel about Calmary's contract and uh, if uh, Rosen's the chosen one in Cleveland. <laughs> well, I don't know if Rosen will ever be chosen, man. I feel like it's where's Waldo. He's getting um, mail in eight different um, zip codes. But um, to go back to Kyler Murray's uh, contract, I think, listen, they, they had no choice, but I just think they did a bad job with the length of the contract. I think they should have gave him something like Patrick Mahomes' contract. That way, where he's at the top of the market now, we know that Lamar Jackson is going to take it higher. We know that maybe Trevor Lawrence can take it higher. We know that Joe Burrow's going to take it higher. We know that Justin Herbert's going to make it higher. And as soon as that happens, it'll be time for Kyler Murray to be up for a contract again. So they should have bought his prime. That way it can be a more digestible contract when you get to year three and year four, you know, like Patrick Mahomes. Knuckles in North Carolina. What's up, Knuck? Hey, what's going on, fellas? What up? How you doing? What up? Hey, I got a couple questions for you. The, um, first one, what do you think the chances are Bill Belichick's going to be the offensive and defensive coordinator <laughs> for the Patriots? I mean, that's a lot of work, man. Don't tell me you can't see it happening. I can see it happening. I think he man. is. I can see right it happening. Part. Yeah, he can be the he can be the general contractor, I guess. Right? He can make sure that everybody's <laughs> doing everything. But you don't you don't want you don't want to macro. Everybody manage. else is all the trades coming in, and he's making sure everybody's doing their job, yeah, and he takes all ma- the complaints. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to macro manage. You want to micro manage and give guys roles, right? You know, you want them to be specific and really tight and dialed in. You know, and I, I think that'd be too much. But if anybody, because remember, he's still the general manager. So when they need to make a trade, he still needs to do that too and bring in free agents. And when they work out the free agents or replacements, you know, on Tuesday, he has to be out there for those guys too. Mm. Now, just keep in mind, Bart does not feel good about the Patriots. Shocking. ESPN, they're projecting what NFL franchises have the, are in the best shape for the next three seasons. Where are the Patriots on that list with Mac Jones at quarterback, but also somehow the Bengals? I'm not on the top of the list. Cincinnati, we got to hear from you about this next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.